Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Politically Incorrect Podcast. I'm Jim Williams, your host. You know, um, we're going to talk a little bit about something that uh, is one of the hottest topics in politics today, and that is what are states going to do now that is as legal to bet on both professional and college sports? Now, you know, not everybody is going to get into this game, and uh, it's going to be a fascinating process. And right now, there are are a few states that are ramping up as quickly as possible in hopes of getting ready to take advantage of the end of the Major League Baseball season, the beginning of college football in the NFL. And that is, of course, New Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania, and some other states, which we'll get into. Our guest today is a longtime friend, somebody who you know of, we've had him on before. It's Evan Weiner. Evan is a business of sports and politics expert, uh, major big time author of seven books, which uh, I strongly recommend you read, and also uh, does a daily commentary, also speaks about the concept all around the world. He's going to be our guest. We'll be talking to Evan Weiner. But first, let me let you in on a little secret. Let me tell you a little bit about my friends at BitTrust IRA, okay? The world of cryptocurrency is both exciting and daunting, okay? It's not a place for rookies. Look, if you don't have cryptocurrency like I do and millions of others, in your existing portfolio, you are making a mistake. But now I know you want to take advantage of Bitcoin, but you don't know how. You want to add Bitcoin to your retirement account. Look, you're always wanting to add diversity to your portfolio. You know, and why not look at innovative investments, right? I'm going to tell you what. My buddies at BitTrust IRA are going to help you do this in a seamless and secure way to add cryptocurrency to your portfolio. Their team handles the entire process. They make it easy, okay? Now, their team becomes your team. They explain everything to you in a step-by-step manner. Very easy, okay? They answer every one of your questions. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to download a free copy of their cryptocurrency IRA investor's guide. That's called the cryptocurrency IRA investor's guide. It is free and you can get it at bittrustira.com slash podcast. That's B-I-T-T-R-U-S-T-I-R-A.com slash podcast. B-I-T-T-R-U-S-T-I-R-A. S-T-I-R-A dot com slash podcast. Or if you prefer to call, that's not a problem either. All right, you ready? Here's the numbers. 855-642-8800. That's 855-642-8800. Call the folks at Bid Trust IRA today. You're going to thank me for it. 
I know you will. Evan, let's start at the beginning. Um, you know, a lot of people are wondering what's going on. First of all, what we can tell you is this. Not all 50 states are going to participate in uh, in this gaming situation. But let's let's start from the beginning. Evan, why don't you give us some history on how this came about and where we are right now? Well, for some reason, Bill Bradley decided as the New Jersey senator to come up with legislation called the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act back in 1991 and 92, and it became law of the land in 1992, signed into law by George Bush, uh, George H.W. Bush. And Bradley decided, along with uh, his colleagues in the Senate and also in the House, that professional sports and college sports should not be bet upon with the exception of Nevada, which had a full-time sports book, Delaware, which in 1976 started parlay football betting, Montana and Oregon. Now there was some question about grandfathering in New Jersey because when New Jersey went after legalized gambling in Atlantic City, there was always the thought, well, maybe we should have a sports book. That never came to be. And by 1992, uh, it was clear that New Jersey would fall under the new law as opposed to being grandfathered in. And um, that became, over the years, something New Jersey kicked the tires at. And then eventually, uh, Chris Christie and the New Jersey State Senate both houses in New Jersey decided to go after gambling. In 2011, there was a referendum, and New Jersey voters decided they wanted uh, sports gambling in the state. And then the NFL sued and won. Now, let's, let's take a step back. Delaware also wanted sports gambling and was ready to implement uh, a sports book at the three casinos racetracks in Delaware. And the NFL stood them, and they won. So the anti-gambling forces, which was led by the NFL, kept winning in court and winning in court and winning in court. And uh, as you know, in the American judicial system, all it takes is one win if it's at the Supreme Court. And they got the win at the Supreme Court. New Jersey stood, states' rights issue, among other things. And they were able to win in the Supreme Court. And pretty soon we're going to see Mammoth Racetrack open up a sports book and some new or some old hotels in new hotels uh, in New Jersey. The Bogota is ready to go. Their parent company is MGM. And the old uh, Trump Taj Mahal is turning into a hard rock cafe uh, and casino. And uh, Sports book there, which is kind of ironic because allegedly the Trump administration is against the um, implementation of legalized sports book. You know, another surprise, and it, you know, shouldn't be a surprise to some people, but it, um, one of the challengers in um, in getting the sports book online fast is actually Churchill Downs. Churchill Downs is now uh, using their markets, which is Pennsylvania and Mississippi, and they just bought casinos in uh, in New Jersey as well. They expect to be online um, with the new Churchill Downs situation uh, in New Jersey about the same time as um, you know everybody else is getting there. They expect that they will be 
uh, up and running at their facility, which is, of course, um, you know, a hotel in the Atlantic City, which they've done a partnership with, which uh, should be pretty interesting. So Churchill Downs is, uh, uh, you know, got out there quickly. Uh, real quick look at um, the states at this point and where they are, um, you know, is is pretty amazing, uh, to be honest with you. The, uh, the states at this point in time that are ready to go are obviously New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Mississippi. Uh, they're all past recent bills ready to go. Um, following that, there is Rhode Island, Connecticut, New York, Maryland, South Carolina, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois, and California who have passed recent bills, but uh, they do not go into effect until the legislature uh, meets. So if you haven't heard your state on there, <laughs> it's quite possible that not, uh, you know, that it's not yet going to get into effect or there's no interest in it. Now, there's a lot of states on there that obviously are interested, but they they just didn't uh, pull the trigger as quickly as the ones we talked about. And again, that's New Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Mississippi. Those states would be able to join Nevada rather quickly uh, in the business of sports gaming. Yeah, here in New York, I know Gary Pretlow, who is a member of uh, the Senate, uh, rather the Assembly, and he's mm -hmm. part of that committee that's looking into um, sports book. And New York is an interesting place, particularly in the New York City area where I live, in that we have Belmont Racetrack, we have Aqueduct, and we have Yonkers Raceway, and also with a spa in Saratoga, but I think that's less of a uh, issue right now than the others, uh, although I guess the Traverses run up in Saratoga during yeah. the uh, summer. Mm -hmm. And uh, in 2021, the uh, licenses between the casinos and the racetracks end, and mm -hmm. it is thought that New York wants to open up some casinos, and obviously if you're opening up a casino downstate or upstate, they're opening up one in Monticello and in an effort to recapture the old days of the Borscht Belt and Myron Cone, which he'll never mm -hmm. do, but they're opening up a casino uh, in Monticello. And what they might do is take racing out of Belmont and out of Aqueduct and just have the one track in Belmont, which does not have a casino built mm -hmm. for gambling, just just track. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what transpires over the next couple of years here, because we will know where the horse racing industry is going, and possibly around the country, if they decide to decommission uh, the Rooney family, Tim Rooney's um, Yonkers Raceway Empire City Casino, and also Aqueduct, which has been there forever, and put it all into just one one bag, so to speak, over in Belmont. You'll have Belmont, you'll have New York Islanders hockey over there. Uh, I do know that New York State has been looking for years and years and years to get involved with um, with 
sports gambling. And the other thing is they may almost have to. They may be forced into it because the Meadowlands is right outside the Lincoln Tunnel. That's just five miles from midtown Manhattan as the crow flies, or nine miles. Of course, as the crow flies, it's a little different than getting through the Lincoln or Holland Tunnel to get over right. there. And that might force their hand because New Jersey has seen – uh, Yonkers Raceway, which is close to northern New Jersey, open up and take the gambling money there. Of course, New Jersey has been bleeding gambling money for years and years and years in terms of you know, Pennsylvania has it, Delaware has it, New York has it. So I think they're going to try to get into the Meadowlands real fast. Whether the Giants and Jets like that or not is immaterial, even though they'll be sharing the facility. And I think that that's going to force New York's hand. And now that's, I can only talk for New York. I know in Maryland, they got to go through the legislature. I know Connecticut is thinking of calling a special session of the legislature to consider gambling. And of course, the other problem is in Connecticut is the Indian casinos. Will the Indian casinos allow sports gambling at non, at state casinos? If, if, um, Connecticut so chooses, or will the sports book be Mohegan Sun uh, and Foxwoods in Connecticut? But then again, Mohegan Sun and Foxwoods is a lot closer to the Boston market than it is to the New York market. And Massachusetts is talking about maybe we should have sports gambling. So it's going to be interesting to see how all this shakes out. But I think New York is going to do it in a hurry because they are going to look at this and say, hey, we're going to lose money to the Meadowlands. And people are used to going to the Meadowlands for Giants and Jet games. Mm. So can you imagine what Giants and Jet games would be like on Sunday or Monday night, particularly Monday night, if there's a sports book at the Meadowlands when you have mm. 80,000 people over there? Well, the other part of the equation is that uh, while, you know, while New York is sitting around uh, deciding, Pennsylvania is ready. Uh, yes. Del- Delaware is ready. Uh, they will be behind the curve before they even get started. Uh, yeah, but that, but those casinos are still far away unless there's internet, and you could bet on the internet. But then again, if you could bet on the internet, you could probably pick any any book that you want. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is, you've got yeah. Philly, you've got Philly, you've got um, the Lehigh Valley area because MGM has a facility there. Um, and then, of course, obviously, it's out in Western Pennsylvania. But let's let's move out of the tri-state area. Yeah, we forgot up. about we forgot about one state that's been real successful, West Virginia. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And West Virginia is ready to go too. Um, yep. Let's go out to the central part of the country, where Illinois and Indiana are pretty much, you know, on the verge of being able to pull this thing off uh, again, possibly as soon as. Uh, late summer and uh, potentially ready for the September for the NFL and, and college football. So you, you've got the center part, you've got and the Iowa. East Coast. Yeah, exactly. You've got the East Coast with New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Maryland, West Virginia, Delaware, um, and various situations with Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. So you've got that quadrant packed off. You've got the center of the country with Indiana, Iowa, and Illinois all um, understanding that this stuff is coming. And, uh, and, apply, and basically, this has really been a, a situation where legislators 
and you know people in the gaming industry, and you know and I know because we've spoken to these people, all had the idea that once this, you know, that they felt it was going to happen eventually, and eventually wasn't going to be that long, so they prepared for it. And those who prepared for it are are basically being, um, uh, I hasten to say, uh, rewarded for it, but they certainly are rewarded for the fact that they are set to do something which uh, they've wanted to do for a very long time. Well, the the, the first thing that uh, we have to look for is New Jersey, and they mm-hmm. want everything done by around June 6th, June 7th, June 8th. Right. And we talk about football, and yeah, football betting is immense, but mm-hmm. the sport that's most bet on is baseball, and we're right, right. in the middle of the baseball season. And people tend to forget about that because mm-hmm. you have – Let's say with off days during the summer, minimum uh, 10 games a night or 10 games in the afternoon. And that's with a day off for a lot of teams. But most days it's 15. And if you're in a stretch where, as you know, because of rules, you could play 20 straight days. Uh, if everybody plays 20 straight days, that's 300 games. And that's more than an NFL season. NFL season is basically Sunday and Monday nights with a few Thursdays thrown in there. But baseball is every day, and it's every day from now the late March until early October. And that's, what, about 180 days of betting? Mm-hmm. That's where the money is really made, not necessarily the football. The football comes in in one shot on the weekends, and that includes college football. But, you know, they're losing money right now because, A, the NBA is going on and the NHL is going on. And there are people who bet on Major League Soccer, but the real action every day is 15 games a day of Major League Baseball. And Mm -hmm. I think New Jersey and everybody else probably wants to get a piece of that action because that's a lot of action. Absolutely. Evan, I'll tell you what, let's step aside. And... um... We'll come back and we'll continue to talk about uh, how sports gaming is going to affect, you know, the states and what they do with it. And we'll start talking about if there's money to be made here right after this. Let me tell you a little bit about my friends at BitTrust IRA, okay? The world of cryptocurrency is both exciting and daunting, okay? It's not a place for rookies. Look, if you don't have cryptocurrency like I do and millions of others, in your existing portfolio, you are making a mistake. But now I know you want to take advantage of Bitcoin, but you don't know how. You want to add Bitcoin to your retirement account. Look, you're always wanting to add diversity to your portfolio. You know, And why not look at innovative investments, right? I'm going to tell you what. My buddies at BitTrust IRA are going to help you do this in a seamless and secure way to add cryptocurrency to your portfolio. Their team handles the entire process. They make it easy, okay? Now, their team becomes your team. They explain everything to you in a step-by-step manner, very easy, okay? They answer every one of your questions. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to download a free copy of their cryptocurrency IRA investor's guide. That's called the Cryptocurrency IRA Investor's Guide. It is free and you can get it at bittrustira.com slash podcast. That's B-I-T-T-R-U-S-T-I-R-A.com slash podcast. 
B-I-T-T-R-U-S-T-I-R-A.com slash podcast. Or if you prefer to call, that's not a problem either. All right, you ready? Here's the numbers. 855-642-8800. That's 855-642-8800. Call the folks at Bid Trust IRA today. You're going to thank me for it. I know you will. I'm back with Evan Wiener, and we are talking about gaming. And now that we've got professional sports betting, and um, it's going to be interesting because you've got betting on college, betting on pros, and all different types of uh, uh, books that will be out there. Evan, um, let's talk a little bit about why it might be prudent for some of these states to sit back and, as you said before the break, um, see how things shake out in New Jersey. Because, you know, I know a lot of people are looking at this as a panacea, but, you know, the sports book in Nevada only represents about 4% of the income of the state. So, um, you know, I don't know what kind of cash cows this is going to be, but we'll certainly find out. Well, I think that what you're looking at is politicians trying to close budgets to pay mm-hmm. for whatever they need, which may be bonds uh, for roads, uh, maybe education, um, maybe health insurance care, because that's going up for public workers. And I think they're looking at this as not a panacea to to close all budget gaps, but at least mm-hmm. bringing in a new line of revenue that hasn't been there that perhaps that they could throw at some of the problems that they have. Um, But on the other hand, I'll tell the story. I I won't tell the the circumstance or why I know the story, but I'll tell a story, and it probably sounds familiar. Um, Somebody at work uh, who I know said they they had a coworker, and that that coworker's spouse, kept calling to make sure that that coworker was at work and not at the casino racetrack putting money into the slot machines or as uh, as Tim Rooney used to call them, the machines that make noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Rooney, of course, owning uh, Empire City Yonkers Raceway and former owner of the part owner of the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. And I think that there is a, an addiction problem that um, – might be addressed that uh, is the 800 pound elephant in the room um, mm-hmm. that seems to be overlooked right now. And yeah, you could call uh, Gamblers Anonymous or if you have trouble at all the casinos, they put up the 800 number that you could call. Um, the upside, of course, is states will get more money. Um, the downside is how many uh, addicted gamblers are you creating, making it so easy? It's a lot easier to go to your local whatever and then go to see the guy on the other side of the block and put your money down, although people do that. Um, and I think that's something that needs to be addressed, and that has not been addressed. I'll tell you, you know, you're talking about the integrity that uh, the sports leagues want. Um Iowa said no to the 1%. I see Rob Manford, Major League Baseball, said, oh, well, we can live at a quarter of a percent because they're looking to make money off of it. They being sports leagues. And um, Nevada doesn't pay, so why should anybody else pay? 
mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. Um, they could, they don't. I mean, it's a game, but you don't have to use logos. You don't have to use any intellectual properties. Mm-hmm. The cities aren't going to yell if you have New York on the board against Los Angeles without a team nickname. People who bet know who's playing. So that argument is specious. But um, there are you know, downsides to this as well. I mean, um, in sure. terms of addiction, in terms of will you be breaking up families? Will people be spending money all of a sudden uh, on games that they would do normally for college education or food or whatever. And if you do remember correctly, one of the reasons that was never said about Monday Night Football when Pete Rozelle wanted to start it back in 1966, and there were a couple Monday Night Football games back in 1966 on CBS, which nobody remembers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, see, Bill Paley liked the Lucy show better than the NFL on Monday night. Mm-hmm. But Monday night, is the night that you bet to make back all of your losses on Sunday. Right. And if you're a compulsive so, gambler, yes. Yeah, if you're a compulsive gambler. So the leagues aren't worried about the compulsive gambler. What they are worried about is so-called integrity, but they've never laid out what the integrity is. Um, somebody's going to go up to some guy making $23 million a year and say, hey, why don't you throw this game? Uh, how much are you going to pay me? I'll give you $10,000. It's not going to happen in this day and age. No. Um, it might have happened back in the 1950s, uh, as uh, Bob Pettit used to say, when the St. Louis Hawks played the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden, and there was, say, the Hawks were favored by nine points, and all of a sudden the Knicks would stage a rally and cut it to five. You'd hear boos. Bob Pettit mm-hmm. said he never understood why he heard booze until somebody said there's money riding on the game. Mm-hmm. Maybe back then, but now that's not going to happen. Well, you know, um, we were talking about the states that are gearing up, and it's kind of interesting when you've got Kansas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Missouri, Kentucky, Indiana. That's Bible Belt. And, yeah, uh, it is. And and here we have a situation where um, you know Bible Belt states are you know getting into this uh, uh, professional sports betting, and um, you know some of the states like Georgia, Alabama, North Carolina, Tennessee, Arkansas, New Mexico, Arizona, Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, state of Washington, Indiana, uh, they're not so keen on this they're like okay you know we'll figure it out we'll let it go but uh we do have some bible belt states as i said before louisiana mississippi oklahoma kansas missouri kentucky indiana uh where they're you know they're going to go full bore on this yeah i mean they see money and they see money it's it's a form it's a regressive form of taxation if you want to get into my dogma mm-hmm. um but it's not taxation officially. Um, they can, you know, they're not raising any taxes. It's a voluntary tax raise. And look, if the casinos were in the business of giving out money, if Sheldon Adelson, um, who of course is uh, the big macha, the, excuse my expression there, in, in right. Las Vegas and elsewhere in the world, uh, he's not in the business to um, enrich a lot of people. Uh, there is, well, we there should is point out. Folks. We should we should point out that Sheldon 
runs the MGM. So yeah. um, for yeah, those of I you mean, who are not into uh, who Sheldon is, Sheldon Adelson yeah. runs the MGM casinos. So uh, yeah, and he's not in the business of handing out money to no. total strangers. No, except except the charities that he likes. Right. And uh, and I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want somebody to get hypersensitive if I say. Yeah, you don't want to get in trouble on this. Um, no, no. Not, but um, but he's not in the business. Nor no. nor are the nor is Caesar in Caesar's in the no. business of giving away money. I mean, their business is to make money, mm-hmm. and that's why it's called gambling. You are taking right. a gamble. You're putting up some money, hoping that X happens, or if X happens, then Y happens. And generally, these guys who run the casinos, with the exception of a few who I won't name that could bankrupt a casino, mm-hmm. um, generally, these people know what they're doing. And generally, um, Steve Wynn is still in business. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sheldon is still in business. And Caesars mm-hmm. is still in business. And Genting, the Malaysian mm-hmm. company that runs the gambling over at Aqueduct, uh, in mm-hmm. New York, which would be a perfect spot for the sports book. And Genting runs businesses all around the world. Um, if these people were losing money on gambling, the, uh, the odds makers, they wouldn't be in business anymore. So somebody is losing. Mm-hmm. And generally that somebody is losing is the people putting up money doing gambling. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, look, 4% in Nevada, 4%. Yeah, as Edward, as uh, Edward Dirksen once said, a million here, a million there, it starts adding up. Right. And, well, you know, and, I was just going to yeah, say, you, you and I, uh, and many of the people listening, uh, have traveled throughout Europe. Um, it's not uncommon uh, for you to go into a gaming establishment in England and bet on whether it's going to rain today. Um, there is a little bit of everything in that regard. Uh, which brings me to William yeah, you Hill. Go, and, yeah, you, know, you go and... Go yeah. ahead. No, I was going to say you go to Hamilton, there's a sea breeze, uh, which is about a block and a half west of City Hall, and you go in there and the NFL, of course, is so anti-gambling, but if you are there in the fall, which I've been in Hamilton, Bermuda in the fall, and you mm-hmm. can bet on an NFL game. I was in Coder, Montenegro, about six, seven years ago, and there were kiosks. There weren't even betting parlors. It was a kiosk in the middle of a mall, and you could bet the Stanley Cup Finals, NBA uh, Finals Championship. Of course, those are small potatoes compared to all these soccer leagues mm-hmm. that are in Europe um, that are going at that time, and that's where most of the action was. But that was Coder Montenegro in the middle of a mall. I was just mm-hmm. in Bruges, Belgium, about four weeks ago, and uh, Bruges is closed on Sunday mornings. Everybody's going to church. It's totally closed mm-hmm. except for one thing that was open, which was uh, Ladbrokes, the um, the English uh, betting. And we haven't even talked about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, they were open because they were taking action on whatever they were taking action, whether it was horse racing in Asia, because it was probably six, seven, eight, nine o'clock uh, in Asia at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably preparing for the day to to bet baseball or whatever soccer league that's going on mm-hmm. or whatever fight that's going on. And the United States is one of the few countries that doesn't have it. Um, Canada mm-hmm. doesn't have it still. The Canadians don't want it. But uh, I get the uh, feeling that the Canadians will be looking 
at the Americans and real and begin to realize that some of those loonies are going to come down, particularly in the border towns. I wouldn't be shocked to see in the border towns casinos open up all of a sudden, like the Itlich's Casino in Michigan, which is right on the other side of the tunnel in Windsor, Ontario. Right, right. It's I've been there a few. Um, uh, it's a it's a beautiful place. The uh, one of the other things we should talk about. Now, I know we've gone through the states and where you are, okay? Um, and, um, you know, as I said, some of them will, some of them who are not ready and geared up yet, uh, Florida being one of them, is uh, has a little situation coming up on the uh, legislative ballot uh, this fall where there's going to be an amendment uh, to the Constitution by which anything having to do with gaming um, will have to pass a referendum. If that passes, otherwise it's it's business as usual. But one of the other ways that states can get involved with this that may not be um, a, a situation where you can go to a a sports book or a, a casino because uh, your um, your state doesn't uh, want it or the people in the state don't want it is potentially what we see in Canada. You're just talking about loonies and loonies, folks is uh, what they call the money in Canada. So we're not calling people loony. We're calling those. That's, that's because a loon is on, on coins and uh, right. on, on bills, as is a hockey player. Right. There you go. Well, then hockey players are loony anyway, so we know that too. Um, anyway, uh, the possibility, uh, what you can do right now in Canada is you can bet on sports through what, is in essence the lottery and you can uh buy a ticket and you can bet on uh on the games and uh it's it's a sports lottery if you will so it is i i don't know i think frankly evan that that might be yet another uh stream and possibility for those states who are um interested in uh dabbing their toe in sports gaming but not taking the, the total plunge. Yeah, I, you know, again, we're going to have to see how it shakes out in New Jersey mm-hmm. and Delaware and I guess Iowa and Mississippi. Uh, Pennsylvania. I, right. In Pennsylvania where they're all ready to go. Mm-hmm. And at this point, the estimates are, what, 32 states would be involved in it within four years. Hawaii, Hawaii yeah. Be. Yeah, Hawaii mm-hmm. can't be. Uh, Tennessee is maybe an interesting thing because there is no nothing there in Tennessee. Although Tennessee, for the Nashville Predators, changed their alcohol rules so mm-hmm. that um, the arena, which was serving alcohol, was close to a church and uh, didn't fit within the uh, standards of Tennessee law, so they changed that. So, you know, people who are saying, well, you know, we're not interested in all that. I don't believe it. I think that uh, they're going to look and they're going to say, hey, you know, this may bring in 4%, 4%, 4%. And also, if we border a state that has it, we're losing that money that we might get. Um, we're losing it to them. It's going to be interesting to see also if California goes ahead, because as you know, Lake Tahoe straddles. Uh, California and Nevada, right. and 
Las Vegas is only five hours away from Los Angeles driving, an hour away by plane, an hour away, of course, from the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. How much money Nevada may lose to California if California decides, hey, let's let's do this. Um, I think that um, one of the things that Mark Davis going to Las Vegas from Oakland, they thought, and I think there's a prevailing thinking that people in the Bay Area and also in Los Angeles who are Raiders fans are going to go to Las Vegas, of course, bet on the Raiders legally. Um, they may still go to Raiders games in Las Vegas, but will they bet if they could bet um, down the block from where they live? Well, according to uh, a July 7, 2017 uh, memo from Assembly member Alan, uh, Adam Gray, I should say, he introduced a constitutional amendment, this is in the state of California, that would allow the state to permit sports wagering only if there was a change in federal law, which obviously there was. The proposed amendment specifically referred to the PASAPA, which we've already talked about, which is the federal sports betting ban, uh, being amended and or repealed. All other gaming activities in California are subject to regulations that ensure the safety of the consumers, Gray said in a press release uh, two weeks ago. Sports wagering should be treated in, you know, no differently. Within hours of the Supreme Court ruling, Gray uh, reiterated the desire to get um, sports betting into California via constitutional amendment, which of course is something that would have to be a ballot initiative. It could be a special ballot initiative or whatever, but at this point in time, California is one voting cycle away, I guess would be the best way of putting it, away from getting into the sports gaming. I don't see how California doesn't get in it because frankly, you know, there's casinos all over the state of California. So um, I I truly think California will do it knowing um, that, you know, certainly Nevada, they could put a knockout punch into Nevada. I don't know where Arizona stands. I don't see Arizona jumping in there. I certainly don't see Utah jumping into it. So I think that's going to be a, a fight between um, a couple of uh, next door neighbors in Nevada and, and California. Well, you know, uh, the odd thing, and to get to the, the Howard Hughes angle here, which I brought up, is that um, we know that Harry Reid who is the senator and majority leader, minority leader for years and years, uh, is Mormon. And there is a big Mormon population in Nevada, as there is in Arizona and Utah. So initially, yeah, I I could see Arizona and Utah saying, well, you know what, let's stay out of this because of political concerns. But on the other hand, you have Nevada. And... Mm -hmm. um, Nevada has had gambling. So it's kind of tricky. I mean, if I was a political analyst at this point, I'd be all over the map. You know, yeah, let's do this. Oh, how? what does this group think of this? And what does that group think of it? That's why at this point, until this thing starts, it's very difficult to figure out. Well, if this one goes, that one goes. I mean, uh, you look at Arizona, and Arizona – uh, also has some budget shortfalls, which everybody else does. And they look at it and say, using the Dirksen analogy, a millionaire, a millionaire starts mm-hmm. adding up. 
And um, I think that um, while they may be talking about this initially and watch what New Jersey does and, and Mississippi and all that, you know, Louisiana has Harrah's downtown in, in, mm-hmm. um, in um, uh, New Orleans. But yeah. Mississippi's had gambling for a very long time, uh, as mm-hmm. you know. And, and they had, after uh, Katrina, they had to change the laws because the casinos weren't allowed to be attached to land. They were on barges, which were wiped down in Biloxi. But you got Gulfport, you got Biloxi. And yeah. Mississippi's probably, hey, let's let's do it. And then Alabama's going to look at it and say, hey, wait, all our money, which it's going now because Alabamans go to bet, hey, we're losing money there too. And maybe even the panhandle of Florida, if you look at it, because it's not that far sure. to Mobile uh, no. or Gulfport from the panhandle. Yeah. So, you know, this political nexus begins to come into play. Well, Evan, you know, we're going to have to wrap this up. It's been fascinating. We'll continue, obviously, to monitor these things. But uh, give me some of your final thoughts on what uh, what you think states are going to be doing over the next, oh, I would say, um, three to four months, because obviously, you know, we want to get into the baseball playoffs and uh, and the beginning of college football and, and uh, and NFL season? Well, I think they're going to look at New Jersey. Uh, New Jersey hopes to have everything wrapped up by June 7th. And mm-hmm. the initial, when the, when the New Jersey voters said in 2011, let's do it, the initial plan was to open up the first betting parlor at Monmouth Park, which mm-hmm. coincidentally used to be owned by Sonny Werblin and Leon Hess, who were the Jets' mm-hmm. original owners in 1963. Mm-hmm. Um, Phil Islin as well. And um, I think that um, New Jersey is going to try to open it, even though they may not have a plan how to collect money or how to regulate this thing. I guess Delaware is more advanced than New Jersey is at this point. And um, I think that at least if you're in New York and if you're in Pennsylvania and even in Delaware, you're looking at New Jersey. Uh, West Virginia doesn't want to pay or does not want to pay out 1% integrity fee. And um, you look at the states around uh, Iowa, which includes uh, Illinois, which includes Minnesota. And uh, we know Illinois wants to do this and Indiana wants to do it. I think you're going to have what is, I hate to bring up the domino theory. For those mm-hmm. of you who are old enough to remember the domino theory, if Vietnam fell, all the others would fall to communism. But I think you have a domino theory here because I think that if I'm a politician and I see in my state that, um, yeah, the neighbor next door has gambling and it's doing well and we do a little statistical analysis and see how many of the people live near the borders go over the bet, I don't want that money lost. I want that money kept in my state. So I think you're going to see something of a domino theory. Still too early to tell because this thing hasn't started yet. Once it starts, then I think the the mechanisms will start state by state by state and saying, hey, we have a chance to literally make free money on this thing. It's a new revenue source, and governments are always looking for revenue sources. So you got to look from that aspect. It's a new revenue source. How much is it going to cost us? Well, it's going to cost us. We have to set up some mechanism, but it's going to pay for itself real fast. And it's also going to be private people doing it. The state's not going to be involved except for regulatory agencies. So I think that once the the, uh, rubber hits the road and people 
actually see how this works outside of Nevada and outside of what Delaware does on weekends on Sunday with the NFL parlay, I think you'll have all of a sudden a heightened interest because, let's put it this way, as George Young once said to me of the New York Giants, everybody says, I'd rather, I'd play for nothing. And he said, if I hear somebody tell me that they play for nothing, I know he's a liar. It's all about the money. Or that's also about what they're worth. Yeah, the all about they, the money. If they would play for nothing, they usually aren't worth playing. By the yeah. way, just to tidy things up here, uh, as we earlier talked about Churchill Downs getting involved, the casino that they're involved with in the state of New Jersey is the Golden Nugget Casino. And, okay. Uh, so, so that's a Atlantic City Casino. They uh, will be handling all the sports book information there. Um, from that standpoint, one other quick, again, uh, item in the iGaming service. Uh, again, I know a lot of people have asked me about the internet uh, element to this. There is not yet an internet element unless. Again, and remember, we're just starting this, so don't uh, you know, don't get freaked. It's going to take a while to roll it out. But um, the situation with iGaming goes back to this, and that is, and Evan, you know this as well as I do, if you are a customer of, I just said the Golden Nugget, so let's just use that. If you're a customer of the Golden Nugget in New Jersey, uh, and you were, live in the state of New Jersey, okay? And you must live in the state of New Jersey for this to work. Uh, you are allowed to use the iGaming sports wagering service, which means that you have an account at the Golden Nugget. Uh, you get information on an app. You can actually bet from that app because you have a bank account, if you will, at the Golden Nugget, okay? So... For those of you talking and wondering how the iGaming aspect of this is, that that is the way it is right now. That's no different than it was in in uh, Nevada um, with uh, with Caesars and with the MGM. If you had an account uh, at the uh, uh, you know at the sports book, then you could use an app and you could bet without physically being in the building. Um, that is the way that um, we're going to see you know it done at golden nugget in new jersey and as evan said and i agree with him wholeheartedly uh this is really going to be something that is going to be a uh, literally an organic ever-growing ever-changing uh, situation evan uh, always a pleasure to have uh, to have you on uh quickly um Give us your social media, where to find you, where to buy your books, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on, on tour. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Twitter, Evan J. Weiner at Twitter, and I get uh, in time for the Stanley Cup Finals. And speaking of sports books, mm -hmm. um, how do you think the Nevada sports books feel about the Las Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights run into the Stanley Cup Finals? There's there's there is one instance where those guys may those guys were wrong, and it's going to cost them. It's one of the few times that I think you could arguably say that the casinos are going to be giving back money because how many people had the Vegas Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup Finals, and how many people had them actually winning the Stanley Cup? 
you know, other than our friend George, George, other than our friend George McPhee, I, I don't know how many. I don't even <laughs> I, think. I don't even think George thought that. You don't think George had it, huh? You don't think George no, would put, I, up, I, put I mean, down a buck somebody, or two? Yeah, I mean, somebody probably said, you know, let's, let's, yeah, let's just throw this up there. You know, it's not going to happen because somebody right. has the rush, and let's let's bet everything. But uh, right. no, I have a, a hockey book um, called "I'm Not Paul Bunyan," which is what mm-hmm. Gordy Howe once told me, and mm-hmm. uh, it's available on Apple and. Up from Barnes and Noble and uh, coming soon to your Walmart stores um, as they've taken over Kobo Books or have a deal with Kobo Books. So, um, so I'm there, and of course, Sports Talk Florida. We have a commentary on daily, um, which I somehow struggle to put together, but I put them together. And uh, I got some talks. Uh, if you're in the New York area and you're in the Westchester area in Bronxville and you want to pay homage to John F. Kennedy's birthday statue from last year, uh, I'm going to be across the street speaking about the year 1968, and that's open to the public. And um, if anybody is listening and wants to stop the Bronxville Library on June 7th at 1.30, we talk all about 1968, which includes the Mexico City Olympics and the Human Powers um, Salute by uh, Tommy Smith and John Carlos. Evan, thanks very much as always, and uh, we will definitely talk to you soon. Yep. Have a good day. The Politically Incorrect podcast will continue right after this from our friends at BitTrust IRA. Let me tell you a little bit about my friends at BitTrust IRA, okay? The world of cryptocurrency is both exciting and daunting, okay? It's not a place for rookies. Look, if you don't have cryptocurrency like I do and millions of others in your existing portfolio, you are making a mistake. But now I know you want to take advantage of Bitcoin, but you don't know how. You want to add Bitcoin to your retirement account. Look, you're always wanting to add diversity to your portfolio, you know, and why not look at innovative investments, right? I'm going to tell you what, my buddies at BitTrust IRA are going to help you Do this in a seamless and secure way to add cryptocurrency to your portfolio. Their team handles the entire process. They make it easy, okay? Now, their team becomes your team. They explain everything to you in a step-by-step manner. Very easy, okay? They answer every one of your questions. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to download a free copy of their Cryptocurrency IRA Investor's Guide. That's called the Cryptocurrency IRA Investor's Guide. It is free, and you can get it at bittrustira.com slash podcast. That's B-I-T-T-R-U-S-T-I-R-A dot com slash podcast. B-I-T-T-R-U-S-T-I-R-A dot com slash podcast. Or... If you prefer to call, that's not a problem either. All right, you ready? Here's the numbers. 855-642-8800. That's 855-642-8800. Call the folks at BidTrust IRA today. You're going to thank me for it. I know you will. Welcome back to this edition of the Politically Incorrect Podcast. I'm Jim Williams. You know, if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, It is very simple to do. It's free. 
You just go to the iTunes store. We're part of the Apple podcast family. You can go to Google Play, also Blog Talk Radio. Now, if you're someone who likes to subscribe to the top podcast apps, well, you're going to find us there without question. We're on Stitcher, we're on Spreaker, and of course, on the TuneIn app. So if you have these apps on your phone or your tablet, or probably both, all you have to do is search The Politically Incorrect Podcast with Jim Williams and hit the favorite button, and each week you will get a brand new copy of The Politically Incorrect Podcast delivered right to your phone or tablet or both, okay? Simple as that. Also, uh, something kind of fun. We're part of the Amazon podcast family. So if you own an Amazon Echo device uh, or any of their wonderful personal assistants where you get the opportunity to speak to Alexa, all you have to do is say, hey, Alexa, do me a favor. Please play the Politically Incorrect podcast and up it will pop and you'll be able to hear it right there on your um on your Amazon device, okay? So we make it simple, and we hope that you go out today and subscribe to the Politically Incorrect Podcast, and thank you for doing so. Speaking of thanks, I'd like to thank our guest this week, and that, of course, is Evan Weiner, the author of The Business of Sports, a daily commentary, uh, outstanding guy, great public speaker, and prolific author, Go out, get his books. You're going to love it. Okay? All right. Thanks, Sue Evan, for joining us. Anyway, have a wonderful and safe holiday weekend as we get ready for a big-time Memorial Day. So enjoy yourself, and uh, we'll see you next week right here on the Politically Incorrect Podcast. Take care now. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.